it's like trying to win a car race. Should be a good one. And as you're driving, saying, hey, make it run better. You could have a posse of waifus. Starting off kind of strangely. Slaying the land. Welcome to the show. This is insanity. Taking a critical look at the gaming news of the week. This info is pretty shocking. Somebody's got to give an answer to this. This is augmented reality. You are watching my favorite channel. I've not heard of them. The Triple S League. Enjoy, guys. Should be a spicy one tonight. Welcome to the Augmented Reality Podcast, your source for news, leaks, and analysis of games in the gaming industry, coming at you live on YouTube and Twitch and archived almost anywhere you can find podcasts. This is Ash here with you, as always, with Cy Obsidian and Moontag. Good Hi. evening, folks. How are you doing? Good. Good. It is, it is a, um, it's one of those days. It's getting towards winter. Mm-hmm. Okay. It does get cold. Got to get out and do the yard work this week before the first snow. Looking forward to that. Not really. If you're listening live tonight, please do say hello in the live chat. Send us your questions and comments there as well. We'll read and respond to as many as we can throughout the podcast. And uh, don't forget to slam that like button. It likes it rough, and it tells us and YouTube that you appreciate this content. If you're listening after the fact on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever... you can, We appreciate likes and comments and follows there as well. And don't forget, you can listen live... Here Tuesday nights slash Wednesdays, depending on where you are in the world, right here on the Triple S League YouTube channel. Now I'm, I've got to be careful here to keep to actually keep Moon on the screen because, for some reason, if if the window she now you see there she goes now she's gone now now she's back. If the window she's in uh, gets too far behind uh, other windows on my screen, uh, she, she just be, poofs it's away becomes a becomes a gray rectangle. I'm just going to pop up my chat window and put it over here. It's like a magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I'll, devilry is this? Yeah, I know, hey. And we'll pop up the Twitch <laughs> Twitch chat window, put that over there, and then uh, then I can close this, and then hopefully everything works properly. So, yeah, like should be a spicy one tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about some what's going on with China, which is pretty crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but hello to everyone who is listening live. Uh, Mad King... Jasmine Greeno, uh, Trakiran, hello, Psycho Spartan Chick saying it is in the 80s in Florida. That sounds like it's hot, but, or, or cold. I, 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 I mean, don't know the conversion. I, I don't know Fahrenheit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it's, it? It's, it's warm. It's very warm. That's like, yeah. uh, it's like in the, in the low 30s here. It's like that's pretty warm. That's pretty warm. Yeah. Uh, and Mad King, hello to you as well. Oh, I said hello to you. But anyway, hello again. Yes, hello again. And anyone else, any lurkers out there, uh, we're glad to see you. So before we before we dive into the China news, there's a couple of other quick things we want to talk about. There. Oh, first, uh, we should talk about uh, so channel announcement, channels announcement, Triple S League announcement. So uh, you may have noticed over the last little while that uh, we've appeared very busy, and that. Uh, I, you know, at I, times a little distracted and at times a, a little, a little not around mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, um, but this is, <clears throat> this is because we are working on something very, very, very cool and big and special that we can't talk about very much. Right we now. can't talk about it very much, but we are working on a project behind the scenes. It's a project that involves a third party. It's not just a triple S thing. Um, mm -hmm. 
we were approached to work on this thing and uh it's it's a fantastic opportunity for us we've been uh, looking forward to this kind of a thing we've been looking for this kind of opportunity since we started yeah, cool. since we started yeah. uh years ago um now triple s league uh channel podcast none of it's going anywhere none of it's going anywhere i want to reassure everybody about that um you know this is this train is not stopping but you might notice our our video output is a little bit a uh, little bit reduced over the next little while the next but, few months but, but we're still here we're, we're, but, well it's the next like it's the next two months and not even for the next not even two months for a temporary um, period of time our video yeah. output my output might be lower however i still which, am which working does... on some video projects in the background <laughs> Which thankfully coincides with the fact that there's very few games coming out in the next two months. Well, so that's just it. There's I'm nothing. Happy about that. There's nothing to make videos about anyway. Xmex uh, says side face reveal. Uh, no, fifty thousand, <laughs> fifty thousand K on uh, on the main channel. Oh wait, you know what? I just realized, side that uh, yeah. it may happen outside of our control. Mm. Hmm. Oh. So anyway, well, yeah, we'll fucking, just we'll just yeah, tease you all with that. <laughs> technically, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, we are uh, I am going to be continuing doing my um, game news with uh, Max Strat uh, over on the Disability Channel. Uh, that has been going great. We've mm -hmm. been really hammering that down. <clears throat> it is a good place to catch us for uh, to catch me and Max talking about news. Um, they do a lot of other videos over there. It is a it is a large organization of of basically anybody and everybody who has some form of disability or another. Um, it's it's some big names, it's some small names. It's a, a very much a place where they collaborate to bring in just general like video content. There's a lot of it. We I don't know anybody else like personally i don't know anybody else personally that's on the channel and there is like dozens and dozens of them uh, aside from max so you know it is it is it is a it is a it is a big pot of, of video content so if you're interested in catching news from you know people who have a unique view on it like check that out and and i mean even if you're not it's still a great place mm -hmm. for for a lot of subjects uh, they are trying to grow the channel. Uh, it's it's started out very small. They they they're still having some a lot of kind of growing pains, um, but it's a, yeah. it's something that I I've been really happy to work with Max on trying to help them get get that channel up and and going. And uh, the overall views have been really increasing on the on the overall channel quite a mm -hmm. bit. So yeah, it's, and the it's channel is the channel is called the Disability Channel. That's where yeah. uh, Sibe yeah. from right here, the Triple S League plus Max Durat, who you may know from the Max Durat channel, guy we've worked our, with. Our, uh, yeah, our weekly show is one of the more uh, polished of the. Of yeah, the it's show. definitely, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, uh, no disrespect intended to to the disability channel. No, no, like, like I said, it's, but it's, it's definitely, growing, uh, yeah, it's a growing thing that you guys have definitely, and like I said, there, there are some really, there are some big names that do major columns and, uh, do a lot of news and, and stuff like that, uh, at, at various, you know, really reputable places. Uh, but it's also the, it is also the fact that the the channel is growing and it's very small and it started out very small. And, and they don't really have somebody organizing the, the visual, um, I, or I get the impression there isn't yeah. really uh, somebody who knows what they're doing in charge of like the, the marketing for it. So yeah. if someone out there wants to volunteer for that and has the skills, maybe yeah. you want to check it out. Yeah. 
they're 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 looking to expand as much as they can. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's an it's an interesting project, and I it's been lots of fun working on it uh, with Max. So yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. All right, but yeah, no news. Yeah, well, so let's cover some uh, some more fun news before we get to the uh, other stuff, the disgusting stuff that's going on with uh, China and uh, the triple B gaming companies, as we call them. Uh, all right, so uh, a couple of new tidbits from the Elden Ring. Now, there's not been, uh, I mean, no new video reveals or anything. The The team has been pretty quiet ever since, since their last reveal. But um, we got a, a little bit of info out of the Tokyo Games show. So uh, Elden Ring producer, you see the headline here. The game is now in the final stages. It has no errand quests, and it has an unusual map. Um and they're planning to move forward quietly, as you can see here. And, and some of this information comes from uh, translation posted on the Elden Ring subreddit. But uh, this unusual, this unusual map structure is something I'm interested in. But uh, as far as the open world map, I mean, for anyone who's concerned that it's it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of filler quests or fetch quests. Um, Katayo, Katayo. Uh, Producer Yasuhiro Katayo, I'm probably saying that wrong, my apologies, says uh, there are no errand quests, so I'm guessing that probably means no dull, boring fetch quests, no no bland filler quests. It should all be cool, fun, exciting stuff. Of course, that's uh, somewhat subjective, but let's, uh, we'll, when we check the game out, and I'm definitely planning to check this one out, we'll find out. Um, Kateo also talked about the Elden Ring's map, and it's apparently a system in which you can go anywhere you want, but it tells you when you're in trouble, which, uh, I'm not 100% sure what that means, but I think it, um, it sounds like if you're, if you're heading into an area where the, you know, where the enemies are way higher level than you, that'll warn you about it somehow. There are some checkpoints in the open world that will offer some degree of guidance, apparently, that you're going the correct way, but we don't know what form that takes. And there's also, uh, apparently, physical map fragments that will be collectible on the open world field, and they'll mark where you need to go and create a beam of light light in the sky to guide your way. So, interesting. I mean, some of that sounds fairly common, but mm-hmm. uh, it sounds... Well, the, whole, the whole beam of light thing has been... Uh... I mean, it's pretty much a current go-to. I mean, it's in New World, it's in Genshin, it's in uh, it's in a ton of other games where they they ping like the map either pings or you know, points of interest are are annotated by this big column of light. So yeah, it's 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 yep. it's a common thing. Yeah, it is pretty common. But how the system actually works, how it guides you. I mean, I hope it's not a system that holds your hand too much, or that there's some there's some options that that you can select as far as how much guidance you receive. But uh, yeah, that'll be good. If it, I mean, it sounds like they're trying to do something unique with it. So we'll find out if it's as unique as they're, as they're saying. So like I said, not, not a ton more info, but uh, some interesting looking tidbits. This game is looking uh, more and more interesting all the time. Uh, Japan has a new prime minister who is, uh, Huge anime nerd. He's a bit of an otaku, I guess. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, it wasn't like a full-on election. He he was elected. It sounds like 
I don't know how Japanese politics works, but it sounds like it's like if the leader of the party in power steps down and then they that party elects a new leader. That's sort of how he became the prime minister. Uh, so anyway, he's he's a big uh, he's a big manga and anime fan. Apparently, he's a big fan of Demon Slayer, although he hasn't seen the film. He has read the entire anime, though. And his favorite character is Akaza. So there you go. Uh, he also said he wants to work on raising the income of the people involved in Japan's soft power industries like manga, anime, and movies. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm not... surprised he didn't mention gaming, but um, I think it's gaming. In... I imagine it's in there. Well, it, it's also it's not as bad. Like if you're if you're a game developer in Japan, you typically are making pretty good money. But if you're an, an anime artist in Japan, or if you're a um, one of the the dozens and dozens of of animators working for a studio, you make very little money. It's very much a passion project. the 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 majority of the money goes to uh, big name people and studio execs and yeah it's it's really rough like the the a lot of them have to have like you know multiple jobs or be working on multiple projects at the same time in order to function uh which sounds like an an insane amount of work how do you have a yeah any kind of a life and it and it really is it it really is an, an enormous amount of work that they that they spend a lot of time you know dedicating their life to and this is a really good thing because this has been a problem for a long time and anytime you have an industry that's like this you don't want the government to stick its nose in it because it it causes problems we we've seen the worst that happens when you when you have a government program that kind of takes over your cultural thing um but if you just have a simple system that's very logical that people can just you know file for there's no you know there's no judge or arbitrator sitting there going mm, you well, you criticized the government a few years ago therefore you will not be getting the subsidy you know if you if you avoid that kind of stuff then you know i i think i think this is a good thing i i i honestly believe that it is good for for government to subsidize art through things like basically giving them um like a lower tax bracket, just universally. Again, no, no picking, no choosing. Just if you're an artist that puts out X amount of content a year, um, you know, you can file to have your 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 income dropped if you if that is your primary source of income, right? Like, so no, no. Oh yes, I'm the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, and I happen to be an artist on my side that makes you know one comic a year. It's like it's like one comic strip or something like that, you know, make it so the system is just universal targets, low income people that do art like this. And it encourages it a little bit. It's not, yep. a, a, it's not a base. <laughs> it's let- not like a universal basic income. It's just, it's like, Hey, if you're having some success with this, you know, we'll no, make you're, it so you're talking about a tax, tax. Uh, tax relief. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, let's be honest, time, let's be honest. 99.9% of artists in the world are in the lowest possible tax bracket if they're yeah. you know if that's their source of income it's not uh, sadly well, well, and again, it's, again, it's I'm, very I'm difficult being, to I'm, make a living in these creative fields it's, it's yeah. very difficult well i'm not and again i'm not i'm not um 
I'm not saying how it exactly should be done. I'm just spitballing an idea roughly. Oh, but yeah. the, well, the, the key point that I want to get across is that that when you have a country like Japan, and it's a small country population-wise against the, the face of the planet, but they're creating something that, is, that brings so much hope and joy and, and happiness to people, it's like it's good to encourage that. It, it really is. It, it puts your country on the map. It endears a lot of people to you. Um, and then people are actively interested in, in you know, in how things go. And I, I really well, think and that what happens if, if Japanese culture is popular worldwide? What happens? Pe- people want to go visit Japan and yeah. they bring their money with them and they spend it there. Right. So. Oh, no, it's like it's like the anime, the anime industry in, in Japan is absolutely huge. Like it's huge because it's not only just, you know, um, it's not only just the 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 anime that they sell it's like it's so much more than that it's the it's the districts that it creates in tokyo for like you know fans that come from all over the world it's those things that fuel that it's it's a whole bunch of other things even even the koi fishing uh pet fishing um industry where they farm koi fish for ponds and they sell them all over the world even that is impacted a lot by anime sales and, and and cultural stuff and they know this they know that, that it's such a big thing so yeah yeah it's good for it's good for japan for them you know so that's i could see i could see the government being interested in in helping that industry out hello arturo mm-hmm. uh, we're doing pretty hey, well yeah xmex uh, says interesting thing to note though is a lot of japanese animators are now shifting to work at chinese companies and studios since they pay much better Hmm. well that's almost the perfect segue to talking about our other major topic but there's a couple other things first uh what's going on with capcom Seb? so capcom has made an announcement that they are moving to pc as their primary platform okay this this is huge news and this has been kind of in this category we've been hearing rumors about capcom doing some some really big moves we've heard uh lots of rumors about capcom um getting into bed with microsoft uh this is now basically true um because they are moving as the, the primary source of distribution is now headed to the pc all right Anything more to say about that? <laughs> it's, um, uh, I mean, that is... Well, it, there's not much... Like, they made this announcement. They didn't really... You know, they didn't come out with any, like, video games or anything to support that. But they did come out and just basically go, boom, this is interesting. Now, why would, they, like, why would they make that announcement? It's... Because, I mean, yes, I mean, they've, they've already... They already, already distribute a lot on PC as, as well as console, as well as whatever else they do. What, what what do you think the strategy is in coming out and announcing this? Uh, it probably to probably to get like it's probably a signal to their board or to their investors as much as it is them. Uh, like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if things like that, you kind of have to. Like anytime you're a big company and you're making big, you know, um, you're making big things, big decisions like this, you have to, you have to stand up, like you have to report it and you have to report it 
you know, somewhat honestly. You can't just be like me, whatever, right? Like, like you actually have rules that you have to follow. That uh, you know that makes this stuff that makes this stuff work and and feel important. Um, Capcom also hasn't been doing great in the stock market industry, so this is probably a move to try and like you know bolster something. Um, they haven't been uh, they haven't been public for a long time. Um, I think they only became public like a year or two ago. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is I'm just kind of pulling that off the top of my head, hmm. but yeah, it's it's um, it, it's it's interesting to note, right? Mm-hmm. That that they are making this move for some reason, um, and I think we're going to see that. I think this is something that is uh, indicative of things to come, right? Like you know this what? Is, this, is, this is definitely things that are like they've been preparing for. And this is uh, this is what they're going to do. Their incredible success with the um, <clears throat> with the uh, um, what's the what's the what's the series with the oh dear I have to cough one second series with the what <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's it's hilarious to me how when you, you hit your cough know, button and yet. Yeah, Moon's got to mute at the same time. They're in the same house because they are <laughs> live together because they are a thing, mm-hmm. an item, a uh, married resident, item. Yes, yeah, so anyway, resident, resident evil. evil. Yeah, so so, so it was. I was waiting for you to pick that up because you're the one who plays the. the well, the, you, you the said the series game. with the thing, and you know, I thought you were talking about Resident <laughs> Evil, and I figured well, the thing meant. Uh, you know, I, I mostly I meant the undead thing, but yeah, the undead so, thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, they they've moved to they're moving to PC saw a PC going forward because an enormous amount of their sales were on PC, and they made mm-hmm. more money with these recent releases onto the PC than they had been making on Sony for years. Hmm. Like this is huge for them, and. This is like, 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 I, I hate to say it, but duh, like, duh, like, oh my, you mean that, you know, moving to a platform with millions and millions and millions and hundreds of, sorry, billions of users is better than staying on a platform with a few dozen million? Really? Huh? Shocker. That's so bizarre. I, I, I don't know how any of us could have seen that coming. That, that's so, that's so bizarre. Oh dear! I wonder if Nintendo so, yeah. will ever figure that out. As a bag of worms that I don't necessarily <sighs> want to open again, but yeah, you know what Capcom should really do though is fix their logo. This looks so weird. The negative, <laughs> the negative space is filled in on all the letters except for the first C, and it makes the first C look like it's a different shape than the second C. But Capcom. I can't quite tell i'd have to pull it apart in photoshop to see if maybe they're actually exactly the same and it's just an optical illusion but it looks like the first c is smaller than all the other letters it's weird to me i don't know it looks strange i know they've had the same logo forever and ever and they're probably not going to change it and it's a minor minor stupid thing but i just noticed it and now it's bugging me and now it's going to bug me every time i look at the capcom logo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. So basically, yeah, basically the 
in an interview with the um, Capcom chief operating officer, he basically said that we will be expanding our business of dedicated game con uh, for dedicated game consoles, which has been the mainstream up till now. But PC will be the mainstream in the future. Next year and the year after, we want to equalize the ratio of sales to PC and dedicated and dedicated and dedicated consoles. Um, basically, this comes from the fact that they essentially were discovering that that especially with the pandemic stuff that the fact that they started making and focusing on more stuff um, on PC they realized how much money that they were making oh I have and, to think I have to think re8 did amazingly well yes yes and and, and like there's games that were ports to the PC that weren't even done well were doing better than they were on consoles. And it's like, oh, hey, uh, you know if we actually designed for the PC and embraced that culture, embraced that that whole system, we probably would, you know, our releases would probably be doing twice as good as they were doing, you know, on what mm -hmm. we were doing right now just by itself. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's huge. And again, it's this this announcement and this realization that yes, they are finally realizing the importance of the PC culture. And hopefully that also includes modding in the future because it would be amazing to see them really embrace that kind of stuff moving forward. Not for all their games, but, you know, for some of them. You know, like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine if you could if you could turn your knife into a fly swatter and use yeah, it to yeah, yeah. swat yeah. Lady Dimitrescu yeah. you know, turn all of the uh, turn all of the zombies into uh, Barney the Dinosaur. I mean, just imagine. By the way, the, just, yes, for those yes, who aren't getting the joke, those are already those already exist. Those are mods that for the game that the Barney one. The guy did that on the demo. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was really fast. Uh, he, he, but yeah. So if yeah, if you want to get attacked by Barney the dinosaur, I mean, you can do pretty much anything. <laughs> so all right, all right, everybody, you are listening slash watching the augmented reality podcast it's great to see uh, so many of you in the live chat it's a uh, it's always quieter but there's a lot of you who listen after the fact the next day because we do do this very late in north america uh trying to get some of our you know have a live show for some of our more eastern uh audience and so uh, yeah hemisphere. yeah the other hemisphere where it's already tomorrow so thank you but thank you for those of you who are joining live and for those of you who are listening after the fact, whichever way you want to listen is fine with us. Uh, we did appreciate if you'd slam that like button, but also check out the Discord server. You can find the link in the description below. It's a great place where you can meet some great fun people who uh, have common interests. If you're interested in video games, anime, movies, food, food. animals, yeah, there's all kinds of rooms. If you like memes, we got a great meme room. So many memes. And you can stay up to date about everything that is that's going on. Whatever we can tell you. Because we we can't give too many details about some of what we're working on, as we said earlier. But anyway, uh yeah. Also, uh if you are new to us, the Triple S League, check out our main triple S League channel and uh, subscribe over there for tons of other types of content. This channel is exclusively for this live podcast. We do 
a lot of other types of content over on the main channel, the Triple S League. You can find the description. Or, sorry, you can find the link in the description below, not the description in the link. You will find the link in the description. And uh, we'll be glad to have you over there. All right, then. Time for th time for it to get a little bit spicy. So it's time to play. I shouldn't have brought the uh, article up so fast, but time to play. What's China banning this week? Well, uh... guess what? So uh, all of you, all of you game companies that like to uh, put your virtue on display about how progressive and inclusive you are. While Game at the same companies and journalists and journalists, while at the same time bending over backwards to make sure you uh, gain money in that lucrative Chinese gaming market. I know there's a lot of a lot of gamers, a lot of gamers over there, and you've, you mm -hmm. know, you've you've made some compromises and you know engaged in a, a just dipped your toe into a bit of hypocrisy to make a few bucks in China. But mm -hmm. you know, and it but it's all going to pay off in the end, right? Oh, except for the fact that they then you know. They they banned game time for, uh, for, well, they've restricted gaming. They, they, they tightly control gaming time. The amount of time people can play video games. It's very, very low, which, of course, directly translates into low game sales. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you've only got three hours a week to play a game, you're not, I mean, you have a 40-hour game that's going to take you months to complete. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be selling any of those deep, immersive, story-driven games with choice. Those deep RPGs that that give you lots of options, lots of deep relationships, lots of uh, lots of moral quandaries to to struggle through. You're not going to be selling those in China anymore. Say goodbye mm -hmm. to Mass Effect. Say goodbye to Dragon Age. Say goodbye to. Uh, Anything I don't know. Pretty really. much anything. Baldur's Gate. So, there. China is continuing their their massive crackdown on content in games, not just how long their citizens can play, but the content in games and anything that it mm -hmm. deems more, you know, immoral or degenerate, whatever. Uh, so that includes now same-sex relationships. How many games contain those? I'd say. Quite a handful. Mm -hmm. Well, it's and again, it's not that it's not that these are the games where this is focused. This is a game where there's this is just an option where, where it's so, yeah, if it exists in there at all, it, it gets. So Mass Effect is now banned. Mm -hmm. Anything, anything, and again, I know we're we've been very upset with Mass Effect for a very long time, but I'm just using it as an example. Uh, Mass Effect is off the table. Um, sure, Mass any, Effect. I mean, Andromeda. Andromeda was not very good game, but regardless, yeah, the Baldur's content it, it's getting banned because of the content, which yeah, is Gate, uh, Skyrim. Because again, Skyrim, you just like they just have an open-ended system. You just yeah, you you put on a, a, a necklace of Mara, and you can go hit on whatever NPC you want. And it's not even like scripted into the game as like major events or like you know detailed very heavily or there's just there's no option. actual like you know scenes that portray anything like this again this is skyrim fallout like anything all these games off the list it's it's free it's that list. it's freedom it's freedom in the game but if that option is available no that's not that's not acceptable but guess what else 
um, effeminate males or basically any character where you can't immediately tell the character's gender. How do you feel about that, Blizzard? How do you feel about that, Bioware? EA? You can't immediately tell the gender the gender of the character from obvious characteristics. Uh, that's considered problematic now in China. Like, where's the cry out for that? Where? Yes, uh, it'll be interesting to see. And where is the outcry? This has been going on for a while, but I mean, it's becoming more and more public. We'll, we'll give them. I don't know. We could give them a few days. We can give them a few days. <laughs> see if they actually uh, actually react to this. What about it's... moral choices in games? Well, no, no, that's not acceptable. If if you if uh, players can choose to be good or evil, or anything in between, they don't think that games should give players this choice. You have no choice. You just do as we say. No, they have to. They have to be good. They always have. They have to be good and morally upstanding in whatever, whatever, whatever that means to the powers that be. Which is the, uh, of course, the uh, Chinese Communist Party. And, uh, oh, also, um, alternate history. Bye-bye, Wolfenstein. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the that's one of the weirdest ones is like, it's like alternate history. It's like you, you cannot, you now cannot, you know, show or have like, you know, different dimensions. Yeah, you, so, you, again, this is Fallout. Fallout, well, I mean... Let's face it. Fallout is probably like perma banned because of because uh, of oh, some. There, uh, there are so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. From so uh, a, a Mister uh, <laughs> a Mister Giant Robot. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Liberty Prime, which so, which itself yeah. is is kind of, I mean, well, let's not get into that. But yeah, it's that's a funny thing. You can have so you have Fallout that basically has all of these different factions all of them are flawed and you can you know align with our, our our most watched video is of course you know best ending where you try to make peace with all the factions but except for one they're all flawed they all have error you know they all have their upsides yeah. and downsides yeah even the institute mm -hmm. which we're getting a little heavy in game lore and we should probably just keep this more general but yeah that choice that is um, it's the ex exploration of those ideas. That's where real progress comes from. No, that you know. So this is just. I mean, yeah, it's it's censorship, and it's really interesting how the uh, this this article here is in Forbes, and the mm -hmm. author he spends you know a good a good chunk you know a, a few paragraphs talking about the facts of the situation, and then the rest of the article. He goes into the problem, how this is a cautionary tale about uh, being against free speech and also the, you know, the balance between uh, security and freedom. So, and you know what? I would recommend going in, uh, you know, having a read through this and putting some thought into it. Well, guess what else? The Chinese government has approved exactly zero games. Surprise, surprise! In the past. Now, this says since the law against quote-unquote effeminate men came into effect um hmm. now i don't know when some articles are saying yeah this is already in effect some are saying it's coming into effect a little unclear on on where it actually sits but it's definitely sounds like this is happening and uh also the chinese government has approved zero games in the last two months 
which is which is strictly speaking not abnormal that that does happen from time to time so it's not that these two things are are um joined at the hip as far as reasoning goes but they are they are uh um correlating in some way shape or form there there is some correlation there and it's mostly due to the fact that Every once in a while, the um, the the board of the game approval thing, which is all run by inner party members, sometimes they shuffle some people around. Sometimes you know people get get promoted or or excommunicated and they get disappeared. You know, just just normal stuff that happens in you know any like normal government thing. You know, you, you know, it's just like just like your small you know like local hometown. You know scenarios it's like well the council you know council member like one's out so you know the farm is is been like you know plowed over the next day and then the and then nobody's heard of them and then the all of the references to them existing in any like previous paperwork books or may like anything for the past you know 20 years has been completely scrubbed all the images of them standing next to all the other council members have just been vanished and there's just they just don't exist anymore they never did now the no oh, what are you talking about these these there was there was always seven people on the council not not eight or nine you know <clears throat> i'm being a little facetious and a little little exaggeratory but you know it's stuff like this and and again it really comes back to the hypocrisy that because we expect this from the ccp but what we should be expecting from the journalists and the and the people who who get up and wave their arms the you know every time that that you know an attractive video game character becomes like you know uh too too appreciated by the by the masses they're silent on this and they'll continue to be silent on this it's disgusting two-faced well it's, it's, if it's history is of any yeah i mean that, that they there are there are countries in the world that have certain restrictions that you know the big companies they just go along with such as you know in certain places you know no female protagonists are allowed so and they just go along with that so they can host yeah. their esports events and do the things and, and, this I, is and a, I, this is one of the yeah. bigger one i mean this it's huge though china china is you know probably one of the bigger markets in the world so Mooney, if you want to get to some comments here in a second, I I just want to say that it's like, you know, it's like we we always support freedom of choice. Like we, you have to, uh, like you get to a point in your life where it's like, it's like it doesn't matter what you like or not. If you don't like, you know, artists painting with a with a blue green brush or whatever, like, and and I'm just using that as a as a ridiculous point of example. It's like if you can't respect other people's at least other people's points of view you end up with tyranny mm -hmm. and it, it, like we see this here and and again you know the people that that call us out it's so funny it's like there's a there's a very prominent famous journalist who has us blocked because we called into question whether or not he had you know genuine um interest in 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 supporting you know a studio and and helping things like you know be better you know or was he just in it for the money it's like we called him out on that and he blocked us and it's it's that's that's very funny because we'll say you know what we you know we support 100 the rights of anybody 
especially minorities, especially people, uh, you know, that are not, that are not, uh, air quotes, normal, as far as like, you know, LGBT stuff goes, um, all not across the, the world. Yeah. Not the best and word there's, to use. There's, but... a, there's not a lot of people who, who will say that to China's face because a certain Bloomberg doesn't want to lose a big contract doesn't want to get banned, doesn't want to get targeted by the CCP. So none of these people who who stand up and and become very angry at how, you know, how dare the the bloody blahs, you know, bring their bloody blahs to the game. It, it's like it's like, well, it turns out that that if you just swap out a few of those bloody blahs, turns out that that your company is willing to back whatever a big country says to to back just so that you can make more money in your sales. So yeah, uh, to uh, to a one Mr. Jason Schreier, bite me, bite me. I support a free Hong Kong, free Tibet, and gay rights in China. And I bet you will never say that on your Twitter so long as you work at Bloomberg. So bite me. Coward. Coward. Hmm. You've been called <laughs> out, Jason, because you're clearly listening to this. <laughs> but absolutely. It, yeah, no, I, I agree. He, uh, yeah. He probably Someone won't. In the chat of, says no freedom. Does an open world count as freedom? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, how do you... If You could have an open world... I, I'm, I'm sure you could have an open world game in China as long as it just... You know, you, you have to strictly conform to their their sense of the the government's sense of morality. I want to make it clear what we're talking about. The government's sense of morality... Not the, not that all Chinese people, of course, agree with that or or uh, support that, or that their culture is some kind of monolith, because it's not. I mean, yeah, what about gay people in China? Right. Like, are are you going to are are these companies going to try to support their fans in China who don't adhere to the government's uh, approved way of being? Are they going to? No, they're not. That's the answer. China removed, I think it was like 40% of their movies and shows. Yeah. And uh, like they, they came so down like a hammer. Oh, yeah, they're cracking down on... So hard. They're, they're, yeah, it's not just Psycho games. Spartan they're cracking thing. down on everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're the cracking chat. down... Oh, sorry. Uh, they're cracking down on actual movie stars for being just too influential and being too popular. Because nobody can be more popular than they are. They're the government. They have to be popular. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so second Spartan Chick in the chat is asking, is China allowing Dune to be shown? Arturo's replied, I believe that China will not show the Dune movie. And I'm, I'm inclined to agree with that. Because it's like, it, it's just, it inspires too much thought. Mm-hmm. It lets people think, but we, we can't have people think. They need to just go along with the party line, apparently. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. Moon has strong feelings about this. Probably because <clears throat> her family's from Hong Kong. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heck. Shout out to our Hong Kong listeners, by the way, if there's any of you uh, tuning into this show. <laughs> hey, we, guys. Really? Are you still alive? <laughs> oh, dark, dark, very dark. <laughs> A lot, of, I, and a lot I, of you I, in the chat are saying are saying uh, you're not surprised anymore by what China's doing. No, and and that's the thing. No, they're, it's sad. 
I'm not surprised either. The question uh-huh. is, what are game companies going to do now? Are they just going to go mm-hmm. along with it and put on put their their the hypocrisy that they have been uh, trying to quietly engage in just put it on full display now? Is that what they're going to mm-hmm. do? Because like there's all this signaling that's going on over here, and yet there's all these atrocities being committed by this group, and they're not saying boom. Yep. Like what the heck? Like. Do you guys actually stand for what you're saying, or are you just following the money? I I think it's the latter. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that about covers it. And I think we'll uh, we'll wrap it up a little bit early tonight. I know uh, usually we go for an hour. It's been 45 minutes, but I think on that note we'll just uh, we will we'll wrap it up there. Uh, just because I feel like that. I don't know to try and fill another 15 minutes on that topic is not really uh it's not really positive yeah, no. not really uh, so, uh yeah well I mean if, you, if either of you have anything else you want to talk about here at the end of the I show play more Myth. yeah oh my gosh I've been having so much fun with that game also I'm kind of terrible at the tactics a bit I'm stuck in this one part because I was like oh do we all rush in or should we flank them I was like flanking them sounds like a good idea it was kind of a bad idea. Now my whole party is split up, but the dialogue is hilarious. Mm. I really like the character creation in it. You can just roll randomly, and like depending on like the type of personality you give like each character, it affects the dialogue that rolls through through the the game. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Also, spooky games because it's Halloween. Money. Yeah, Halloween's coming up. <laughs> spooky games. I I got uh, Little Nightmares two. Oh my gosh, I played the demo. I really like it. So I'm going to play that sometime. Come get freaked out with me. <laughs> yes. So <clears throat> we're going to do <clears throat> we're going to do some Halloween streams leading up to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Who's dressing dress up? up? Moon's going to dress up and she's going to play some, some <laughs> scary games. And I'm going to sit back and probably laugh. Okay, uh, Moon is actually, she's quite a talented cosplayer. She's never put her talents on display here on the channel. There, there, there is, there is one video we shot at a convention a couple of years ago, back when conventions were actually happening, uh, where you can briefly see her. Briefly. Maybe we'll have to find a screenshot of that. But uh, anyway, she's she's very talented at at this stuff, and uh, I've been hoping that she would, you know start doing that more for videos and, th- and things of course we, i respect that you're very busy with everything that's going on but anyway mm-hmm. yeah she is very talented with all of that yeah kind spooky of a thing. Games, spooky costumes yeah do it do it you think you'll do that just on the discord server or are you gonna go live on the channel i don't see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's not always how it goes grand plans mm-hmm. and then it's like well but yeah well, probably, probably I'll do it for like the Saturday streams. Mm-hmm. And try to do that. Those are like, going to keep. I kind of wanted to do it last weekend, but just so busy with trying to like set everything up, and then I messed it up. But it's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, I will learn eventually. The um, I'll make sure you have the right everything next time. <laughs> You've probably been noticing if you watch the Saturday streams that I haven't been present for those, and uh, yeah. I uh, I am actually glad that Moon's been able to take more of a front and center, uh, front and center stage 
on these Saturday streams. That's that's a lot of fun. She, I've been, she, I guess it was that little push she needed to start streaming more, but uh, yes, but yeah, absolutely. Also, it was it has to do with uh, I had to make some decisions regarding my schedule and my mental health, so uh, I decided to step back from the Saturday streams at least for the time being. But who knows what will happen in the future. Things are constantly changing around here. So uh, so we're not going to set anything in stone because things can change like that as they did a couple weeks ago for us. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for the show tonight. And uh, thank you for the great discussion. If you want to talk more about any of these things, of course, check out the Discord server. If you're listening after the fact, leave comments below. Slam that like button, subscribe here and on the main channel. Appreciate all of that good good stuff. Uh, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and channel members who helped to make this content possible. You've seen their names appearing in glittering gold at the top of the screen because we wanted to uh, we want to constantly thank the people who are uh, who have been behind us now for years and uh, you know both the financial supporters but also just everyone who. Who listens to our content and uh, you know likes and shares and comments and all of that stuff? That's amazing to me that you just want to sit down and uh, listen to the three of us talk about whatever's on our mind. It blows my mind that we actually have any audience at all, but that we have such a great uh, support team on Patreon is uh, is amazing as well. But uh, and and the community that we built on Discord, it's just incredible. So thank you so much, everybody, and. Uh, we will talk to you again uh, very soon. Take care. <laughs>